Oh shit, folks! They said it couldn't be done. <laughs> it's like the repeat of the other one. I know, I've, done, the that other one. One. I've done that one before. Let's try it again. All right. Um, <clears throat> hello! Hello. Terrible. <laughs> Terrible. Whatever. This is um, what we're going with. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Between Two Legs, the podcast with people with uh, anything going on in their life. Uh, my name's Matt. And I am Taylor. And today's kind of a special episode, I think. Yeah, we're going to be answering, uh, I've been building up um, all these questions off the internet. Mm-hmm. Internet? <laughs> not, but not just anybody's yeah, questions. not just anybody. Your guys' questions. Your guys' questions. People yeah, listen to this. Right. People actually want to hear what we have to fucking say, apparently. It's so. incredible. And by the way, to everybody that uh, sent in questions, thank you so much. You just made our job so much yeah, easier. because we have been uh, chasing our own tails trying on Reddit, trying to fucking find something. Because right. Because it's hard, you know? Do we want to answer people's questions about... What was that one? <laughs> the... Okay. Here's what we were working with, guys. Here's what we were thinking about bringing to the table. Oh, Somebody we're pull- we're asked a question. Back the curtain. I didn't want to say it. But it was kind of funny. Uh, it was uh, somebody had a question where they were like, "Is it okay to bring my uh, um, a vibrator mm-hmm. that I used in my previous relationship into my new relationship?" So that's why we decided. You know what? We can't do this Reddit nonsense. We have to go straight to the source, yeah. to the juice, to the, the <laughs> <laughs> right to the juice. Um, um, again, thank you to everybody that sent in questions. Uh, if anybody listening wants to send in your own questions to have them answered on the show, uh, just email them to between two legs podcast at gmail.com. No and capitals. And it's not the letter, the number two, it's actually spelled T-W-O. That's okay? correct. Yeah. The that's number a, two is taken. That's an important piece there to add. Um, and also once we get our Instagram, our Twitter, whatever the fuck we decide to do, whatever we decide to make our dominant social media outlet here look at you well uh <laughs> <laughs> you're like those are big words couple of, couple of media moguls yeah. we are <laughs> well uh you know it'll probably go to there instead i would assume oh well wherever well, wherever we'll mm. just check it when they when they come in yeah when they come in they come in right yeah okay and for now i'm usually how i you can also ask a question when i prompt it up in my instagram if you if you follow my instagram i prompt a question and you can drop it in there and so, like, yeah, well, this is where these are all pulled from. Plug your Instagram. Oh, yeah. So, I am. You can find me at charminglibra underscore. Okay? Instagram. On Instagram. I don't mm. have Twitter or anything. Um, do you have anything? <laughs> do you use anything? I, I have it all, but generally it's just a cesspool. So... Because cesspool. If you were if you were to find my Twitter, you would realize that all I follow are yeah. porn stars and comedians. Oh god! So it's it's like I, it's like just don't go on there. There's no there's no reason. <laughs> there's no content coming from you. Exactly. Yeah. 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 I'm okay. not I'm not a I'm not a producer. I'm the I'm, the, I'm the producer here. Exactly. Okay. So let's get into our first question. Yeah. Right. Already. Here we go. Uh, should we Should we start with this one? Yes. I guess. Whatever. Read it out loud. So this one here. Um. I'm. I guess I'm not gonna. Do, should I say the names or should I not? Uh, just maybe say the the, the first. Okay, this name. guy named Jordan. He asks. He would like to know. This is not a very relationship question. I did ask for relationship questions. Right. Uh, but we're gonna start it off with this one because it was kind of weird and we kind of like it. Uh, what are the strongest events that lead you to be the person that you are today, physically and spiritually? Hmm. That's the question. So the wording's weird. Yeah, it is weird. First off, no offense, Jordan. 
Sorry, Jordan. Sorry. Um, re- sorry, read it, read it <laughs> okay, one more time. Okay, I'll repeat that. What are the strongest events that lead you to be the person that you are today, physically and spiritually? Right. So, obviously, because he messaged us with, yeah. with that, it's, it, it, I would assume it's directed at us. I feel, yeah. I feel like it's a, it's a very yeah. universal question yeah. that anybody could mm-hmm. uh, ponder on. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I can go first. I can yeah. think of uh, things that... Yeah, because um, I was thinking about this question because I was just kind of like, is he asking, like, is there, like, a specific thing that leads somebody to be who they are physically and spiritually? So I'm like, or is he directing this question? So we were answering from our actual own personal self, yeah. I guess. Well, okay, yeah. well, let's, well, let's start with some personal examples yeah. and then broaden the idea. Okay. So for me, I know that something that really shaped me as mm-hmm. a human being was uh, my first day of high school. Okay, tell me about that. I will. <laughs> um, so, you know, when you're a kid, obviously... Like at a certain age, it's mm-hmm. really easy to make friends mm-hmm. uh, because there's no um, pretense to it. You're just yeah. kind of like, hey, you live near me. Let's be buddies. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And that's most of elementary school. Um, and then once you get to high school, uh, and by the way, I don't know if we have any American listeners, but in Canada, you go to you go through elementary and then you go to high school. There's no... Yeah, middle there's no school. middle or junior high or whatever the fuck they yeah. do out there. I think they do that out in... Ver- doesn't matter. Um, <laughs> but I remember being very scared mm-hmm. um, my first day of high school because I grew up with... Uh, I, ever, I still actually have my close-knit group of friends mm-hmm. that uh, I keep in contact with. The thing was, though, is that they were all... I don't like the term click, mm-hmm. but they all kind of belonged to a different group. Mm-hmm. So we were all really close-knit in elementary mm-hmm. school, mm-hmm. and then when we got to high school... You know, my buddy Justin kind of went off with, uh, mm-hmm. I, you know, I wouldn't say the cool, the criminals. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, Tanner was, yeah. he's very musical, so he kind of went in that direction. Yeah. Greg was, um, he went to, he was like a theater kid. Mm-hmm. Connor went into sports. Um, and I didn't really have a, an identity, mm-hmm. I guess, at yeah. that point in my life. So I didn't, I didn't like pick one uh, avenue so to speak, right? Um, which, in the long term, I think it kind of worked in my favor because I kind of had an in with mm-hmm. all these different groups. Um, but it taught me the uh, the importance of people skills. Oh, yeah. And I had to learn the hard way of how to, like, talk to anybody yeah. And, yeah. and keep it interesting, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so I remember the fear of my first day of, of high school and uh, me and all the guys, you know, mm-hmm. we, we all went together. Because we all lived pretty close to each other at, at that time. So we got to walk to school. And it was a very um, sobering moment, let's say, when you walk in the front door of your high school. And then everybody that you're with, yeah. the group that you have, yeah. where you feel the most safe, yeah. they all just scatter. They're they like, scatter. all right, guys, this exactly. is high school. Like, I got this class. You got that class. Yeah, I can definitely see that's like... Um... You know, coming from a place where you're like you're in one classroom together and it's repetitive and like you're seeing each other all the time, and then all of a sudden it's just like, you know, you go into high school and you're all separated, right. and now everybody. This is like, like you you think at the time when you're younger, when you're in elementary school, like, oh, I'm gonna figure out who I am here. Like, I don't think really people think like that, but maybe that's what's going through their head at that time. And then you go into high school, and it's really that's when like life really hits you. And it's like okay, this is like some real identity searching here, kind of figure not identity searching, but like trying to figure out where do I belong, and know, and then seeing everybody kind of break apart. Yeah, you know? 
Yeah. Well, I, I, I think, you know, because especially like where I went, which was like a, um, like a, it, well, it was a public high school that was, you know, people coming from all around mm-hmm. and you're sort of confronted with the fact that you have to, you have to learn all those, those different social dynamics yeah. and stuff like that. And, you know, when I started high school, I was chubby, mm-hmm. I'm a ginger, <laughs> You know, I couldn't, I couldn't, I wasn't yeah. really good at jokes at the yeah. time. I had no in with women, yeah. you know, like I, I didn't have a lot going for yeah. me. I had, I remember very clearly I had like, um, you remember those big dumpy, like Osiris skate Fuck. shoes? Remember those ones? <laughs> the second you're like, you're like you're pointing to your feet. I'm like, he's going to go into those ugly, like skater boy remember shoes. Remember those? Bulky as fuck. Yeah. yeah. I thought you were going to say Heelys, but uh, continue. You never know. <laughs> I could have been hiding. They could have walked. They could have popped out a little heel. I could have clicked my <laughs> heels together and rolled away before I got beat up in the parking lot. Um, but that was, you know, you 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 go from you you transfer from one ecosystem mm-hmm. to oh, yeah. another, and I I I I genuinely was terrified my my first mm-hmm. day of high school because I knew I had friends, I knew mm-hmm. I had people that I could rely on, mm-hmm. but I also was confronted with the fact that I have to learn how to form my own identity. Yeah. And, uh, you're, you know, I, I think this is why I, I mean, no, no offense to anybody that's homeschooled, mm-hmm. but I, <laughs> I, I genuinely think yeah. that like high school is such an important, even if it's bullshit and you don't learn anything cause who really fucking yeah. remembers anything no, from high school, that's the thing. but being confronted with that, uh, the challenge mm-hmm. of learning social dynamics, learning how to navigate those waters, mm-hmm. that, that freaked the shit out of me, man. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, I, I realized that um, if I was self-deprecating and I could make fun of myself and if I could make other people oh laugh, then... No, I'm serious. I'm no, serious. I know, I know. But it's like, hearing that sounds like a... You're like, I have to let people shit on me and be okay with it. It wasn't... I don't like friends. It wasn't that I was letting people shit, on, shit yeah. on me, even though I definitely did. Yeah. It was more that that's, that's how I learned how to navigate the world yeah. in that context. Mm-hmm. And as an adult, you know, and I mean... You know me. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm that way today. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, that's that's an event yeah. in my life that definitely, like, sort of set a trajectory. Yeah, it's kind of like what you picked up or what you learned from high school was that you got to kind of, like, like, you've said it before. I don't know if you just said it, but you had to kind of navigate and fit in in different areas, right? Like, you told me before how you were, like, I was friends with those, the drama people or the, the, the classified, like, this... Like, like considered weird people or all these people like you fit in everywhere you made friends everywhere right yeah and leading up to you as an adult is that you can why you're such a likable person is because you're very adaptable to like many situations with people yeah well yeah, it, it, yeah exactly and it, that's it, how it has served you correct <laughs> uh yeah. no well yeah i mean that's the thing man it's, it's like because you know i had you know tanner in the music group mm-hmm. greg in the theater connor mm-hmm. with the sports justin mm-hmm. with the with the deadbeats the dead beats. Um, no, no, they're not dead beats. We don't beats. like these they're, dead beats. <laughs> no, but like, you know, uh, you know, the kids that were yeah, in the no, smoke sure. pit, yeah. and, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, and, you know, and I, I had to uh, quickly figure out how to, like, because I, I wanted to hang out with my friends. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right? it sounds wanted, like you navigated, you kind of tried to figure out how to navigate through it all. Yeah, I mean, yeah. the the only, like, I don't want to say that I could succumb to a lot of peer pressure because I never felt pressured. I was always pretty confident in my own ability to say no but it was more like, I don't think I would have done ecstasy yeah. at 14 had I not. <laughs> like, you know, what's that one thing? Uh, I think I've said it before, but like, 
It's not peer pressure, dude. It's just your turn. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. Basically. I think about that. I tried to think back on my childhood. I'm like, I wasn't peer pressured. It was just my turn. Right. <laughs> I decided yeah. in that decision. There. In, a, in a sense. Yeah. Like I remember uh, one day I'd be hanging out with uh, Tanner mm-hmm. and we'd be spending the whole day talking about like ACDC and Led Zeppelin and, you know, doing that kind of stuff. And mm-hmm. then on Tuesday... I'm skipping class with Justin to go down to smoke. We used to we didn't smoke cigarettes when we were that young, but we used to be able to get our hands on um, some paper, some rolled on, up on paper, fucking rolled up newspaper. <laughs> no, there. Did, did you ever smoke Prime Times? No, I never smoked. Okay, well, Prime Time is basically like a cigar that's yeah. the size of oh, a cigarette, okay, okay. and they're like grape flavored. Oh God! And stuff. Anyways, I remember sitting with Justin because we would skip class and we would go and hang out in this park, uh, and we'd either just smoke these shitty little cigars or smoke like a ratty little joint that somebody had <laughs> and then i remember one day my friend i won't say his name uh let's call him dave uh <laughs> he handed me what looked like a, a vitamin mm-hmm. that was shaped oh, like a shit. transformer and like, okay <laughs> yeah ba- well ba- basically yeah i didn't feel peer pressure but it was my goddamn turn Fuck. um but you know I, I, that that was really a life-changing moment for me because you know, I know you only. I know you become an adult at eighteen, legally, mm-hmm. but you really have to grow up fast. Yeah, between literally. elementary school and high school, and even from high school to being because you're you only graduate at seventeen. Like pretty, everyone's usually like seventeen when they graduate, right? And then all of a sudden, then you're eighteen. Now you're considered an adult, and you have to have your shit together, and you're you got to know what you want to do and all these things. There's a lot of pressure put onto there, you know? But you're yeah. not even adult. You're not even an adult yet. You're still processing what the fuck just happened in high school and elementary school even. Kind of. You know? Kind of. Yeah. 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 It's wild. It's wild. <laughs> um, for me, strongest events. Events. It's not event. Just events. Um, I think for me, what has led me to be the person that I am today, physically and spiritually, I could, I could answer that. Really easy, to be honest. Um, I would consider it... I don't want to call it my trauma, because it's like, it's not a trauma. I just had a really bad fucking panic attack, right? And this panic attack, like, really shifted my whole being, you know? (laughs) Like, I ended up... um, That's That panic attack is what pretty much installed this um, PTSD into me, is that I'm so afraid to have that panic attack again or what I went through. Like, I'm still processing how that panic attack was because it was so terrible. How old were you? Um, I was four, 15, maybe. Okay. Maybe 15. So, anyways, so from that PTSD, you know, you, you already know about it. People that listen have not heard about this, mostly, most likely. But anyways, or most people, um, is that that's where my derealization disorder kind of started right there when I was 15. And so I spent a good year being really, like, um, pretty fucked up, you know? <laughs> and then trying to... And then I guess I should explain really quick what derealization disorder is. Do you want to explain? We, we both have some is training there, around um, yeah, I know. Is around there, this. <laughs> is, there a, is there a difference between derealization and dissociating? Yeah, there is. Oh, okay. Because I yeah. know about the dissociation. I'm not okay. sure if I know about the Okay, so there's three. You got PTSD... Um, a lot of people, it's just your brain's coping mechanism trying to, um, protect you essentially. So depersonalization is only like a short period of time. You just kind of lose your whole sense of self. Like you lose your identity, you lose, um, you don't know where you are. And it's usually, it feels like it's a really long time, but it's usually only like five minutes. 
Right. Um, and so that could happen, like, when somebody's in, like, the midst of a really bad trauma. So let's say, like, you're in a car accident or something like that. All of a sudden, you're going to you're gonna completely... Your brain is just trying to protect you so much that it doesn't want you to know what the fuck is going on. So you just lost all concept of what's going on. Um, derealization is when you uh, are just... What's happening there? I'm like, what's happening there? I have it all the time. <laughs> you're realizing right now. <laughs> Fuck. No, uh, it's it's pretty much when uh, your perception is off. So it's like you know who you are, but you can't. Sometimes you might not know where you are, and it might seem very cartoony, like like life is just kind of cartoony. Mm-hmm. Um, or it's like a weird water painting, or people see it, people have it so differently and stuff right. like that. So I can't tell you what others' experiences are, but my experience is just my perception is off, and sometimes I don't recognize myself, but I know it's physically me, but what I'm seeing in the mirror is not me, um, and then dissociating is literally, like, we all do it, you know, you're, like, watching a movie, and you've completely zoned out, you've checked out, so it's just checking out, and you check out in, like, these, like, uncomfortable moments, too, so for me, I check out a lot, and it's kind of like, I just go, I let my body go on to autopilot, and, like, whatever comes out, comes to the, to the front, comes out, like, right. I can just talk for so long, and then, then like, ten minutes later, I'll realize, oh, fuck, I was just associating the whole time, like, I have no idea what the fuck I just said, but then I can hear it back in my head, like, I know that I can calm myself down. Right. So, anyways, going through that in high school was the most crazy experience, because I have, like, this heightened fucking anxiety all the time, I'm so scared all the time, I'm uncomfortable, sure. and then, um, all of a sudden, I realized I was just like, okay, like... I can't live like this anymore. I don't know what to do. So, but I knew I needed to do something, but I didn't want to be like, Mom, take me to the psych ward. Take me here. <laughs> like, I'm crazy. I'm going crazy. Cause you that straitjacket looks yeah, comfortable. Yeah. <laughs> you don't know how to explain to somebody that, hey, um, I feel like a fucking robot. And someone's going to, you know, I didn't want the fear of someone to be like, oh, you're fucking crazy. You know? Like, yeah. I already felt crazy. I didn't want it to be validated that I actually was. Right. Yeah. It's <laughs> so, like, I know I'm nuts. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, don't tell me that. Okay. But anyways, yeah. So... I googled, I, and I didn't even know that this thing had a name at the at the time. I was searching, like, just like, I feel like a robot <laughs> when yeah. I'm, like, 15, right? Uh, Were you doing the dance while you took yeah, it? I'm like, <laughs> but, <laughs> but anyways, I ended up um, coming across, I just decided I'd self-diagnose myself by saying I'm depressed, and that's that. So how am I going to overcome depression? Uh, I just found um, physical... Like, exercise was really important that it said, and then also sure. eating healthy. So I was just like, okay, I'll try this out. Like, I'm a lazy little sack of shit at 15, you know? Like, I don't, don't want to do anything. Anyway, so I ended up um, working out a lot. I started working out in my room, and I finally built up the confidence to go for runs and stuff like that. I had a girl. And then my mom got me a gym membership, and I was just like, I feel fucking good. And then I ate healthy, and then... Uh, so I just, I realized that the derealizing went away and I'm now I'm only just dissociating and I can handle dissociating, right? It's, it's actually pretty comfortable for me. Um, so it's just kind of like, now I'm, uh, I, I learned all these, these skills and these techniques. And then at one point when I realized that derealization disorder, it has a name to it. I was just like, oh, I can now I know what the name is and now I know that I'm fine and I'm I am safe and blah 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 and I'm real and whatever <laughs> and then so then it turned into this whole journey of uh kind of diving more into myself and like healing myself more and stuff like that so right. and what has come of that is the person that I am today now where I'm like you know I value self-care and I value self-love <clears throat> and acceptance and all these things and 
just like humanizing a lot of situations and connecting with people because yeah so that has that is the major event that has brought me to this person and now and i sometimes i think i'm like i wish i never had this disorder or whatever you know but i'm glad i did because it's like i wouldn't i don't know who the fuck i would have been right you know sometimes i grieve that person that i was before but that was like a 14 year old self yeah who had no no skin in the game (laughs) skin in the game you know what i mean but yeah no i get it i value i value it and i can help people i'm a helper now out of this you're a helper now yeah for sure me (laughs) look at you I'm going to become a counselor. <laughs> That's right. We maybe. both are. <laughs> I'm like, Fingers maybe. crossed. Okay, that was 20 minutes yeah. for one question. <laughs> let's, okay, let's power through these. So, yeah. Okay, next ones will be uh, interesting, hey? So, here's the next one. This isn't from my, my good my good friend. Her name's, uh, I'm just going to say her name. That's not her Instagram name. So, her name's Ashika. Okay. She said, or her question is, is asking your partner for a change a bad sign in a relationship? Right, and I think you pitched this one to me over the phone. Yeah. Um, we were trying to debate it. Well, I, I know where I stand on okay. it. Okay, well, let's hear what your opinion is. Do you, do, should I go first? Yeah, go first. Uh, just read it to me one more time so I remember the... the... So your brain can retain. No, no, no. <laughs> I just want to remember how the question is phrased so okay. that I answer is it Is asking your partner for a change a bad sign in a relationship? No, not at all. No. <laughs> Next question. No, I'm joking. <laughs> no, I mean, no. I, I, I don't think so. Um, because... Well, I guess, I guess it depends on where you're coming from. Because if the ultimate goal is to preserve the relationship, then no. Yeah. These things take time and they take effort. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And if somebody is... I, okay. Let's say, hypothetically, mm-hmm. for example, you were dating somebody and one day they just decided to stop working. Yeah. Uh, and... Like you, work, like working a job. Like working a job. Okay, okay. Uh, or, or providing... Literally, they're just like turning off. <laughs> Sort of, you know, like, you know, like I think sometimes people get bogged down in just to revert to the hypothetical thing. Let's say somebody wants to uh, follow their passion. Mm -hmm. You're in a relationship. You think that's great. Yeah. And they quit their job to do it, but then they don't do anything, Mm -hmm. you know, Uh, those are those are those are conflicts that need addressing. And Mm -hmm. and in any relationship you're in, after Mm -hmm. a certain point, like obviously there's the honeymoon period where everything's fun and exciting, but I change is one way to put it. I Mm -hmm. would also toss out the word adapt. Yeah, would be one thing because if Mm -hmm. you're in if you're in a, a relationship for an extended period of time. To a point where you might even consider it a partnership, which yeah. I think any good relationship mm-hmm. ends up becoming is mm-hmm. a team, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you you do have to learn to adapt to certain things, mm-hmm. uh, and that requires change. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I have definitely been in relationships where people have tried to change me, because uh, this probably was, comes no surprise. I got a bit of a mouth on me, so like I. <laughs> I say inappropriate things fairly no often. I, yeah, I know. <laughs> Who fucking, Who fucking said that? <laughs> but um, you know, that's that's all, mm-hmm. that's been a hurdle in more than mm-hmm. one relationship. Uh, the same with when you. I think I think it's always difficult as well when you see a partner that's in turmoil. Like yeah. if you can see them um, enacting, I don't know if that's a word, or. Uh, uh, engaging with negative behaviors mm-hmm. right sometimes it's not even a change uh well i think actually it is a change not, not like for a personal reason like i want you to do this yeah. differently because it makes me feel better yeah. sometimes it's i want you to stop doing this because it will make you better yeah 
know? And just to uh, pause that for a second, it's kind of like thinking that there's a difference between saying, I want to change, you need to change in this relationship, right? Or, and then there's versus that versus uh, saying something in this relationship that we're doing together needs to change, right? Sure. So it's not like if someone's going to be like, hey, hey, Matt, you know, we've been dating for two years and you, I, I'm, I want you to change, right? Yeah. That's, you want somebody to change for you. You have to realize that some people don't want to change and people are fine, right? So if you change the context, it's what are we doing together that's not working and what can change. That's a very value. I think that's a very um, validated question, you know? I think that you should be allowed to ask people that. Sure. In a relationship. Oh, of course. Because I think about this is actually literally something that has happened in my really in my relationship. I here's think a, it happens in most example. people's relationship. Okay, here um, we go. So me and my ex boyfriend, we we live together. Okay, and also, yeah. Okay. Anyway, so we live together. There has you guys have to have some time together. First of all, you can't just be fucking throwing out change in like a one week relationship. I, I mean, actually, maybe you can if something's not working. Well, you I, want to grow together. I think. Then, yeah, I think if I think if. Mind. Well, uh, well, just to add on to yeah. that, I think if you're in a one week, one week relationship or you're one week yeah. into it and you see something that change before it gets worse kind of thing. If no, it, no, if no, no, no. I, I mean, I mean something that's irredeemable. Yeah. Let's say that most yeah. people I think just sort of bow out. Yeah. After one week. Yeah. My, my takeaway from this question is it's more of a, a long term. Yeah. Okay. Same. Situation. Okay. So in that context, so my ex-boyfriend, we lived together, we were together for about a year and so it's not a relationship. It's a, to me, it's a partnership, or that's what I'm hoping that it it, it is, right? Yeah. Um. So, anyways, uh, we're so used to running our relationship this certain way. Like, you know, we both go to work. We both had the same day. We both scheduled it so our days were off on the same day and stuff like that, so we could be together. And like, um, and it worked out really well. And then all of a sudden, he just comes to me. He comes home and he's like, "I quit my job." And I'm like, "What? Why did you quit your job?" Right? Like we had this we had this routine here going, this schedule. <laughs> yeah. Uh and but it's totally up to him. He can, you know, he's his own he's his own person. So in that moment I was just like, Yeah, do what you want. Don't ask me, don't this, right? Like yeah. do what you're gonna do. But had I known what was to come, I now would change my mind and be like, No, like we need to have this discussion because your career choice, even though it's your career, like it involves me because I'm in your life, and this is this is uh, very much my um, answer as well, my decision as well, right. or how I want this relationship to play out. So essentially, his job turned into him. He was working on a fishing boat, and he was gone for twenty days out of the whole month. I didn't see him. We didn't talk. So it completely went from living together, being together, and then all of a sudden, now I'm home alone for twenty days straight on, and not even a phone call, not even a text message, right? So. That's a not big e- fucking even a, change. Not even a message in a bottle? <laughs> no, no, not even a <laughs> message up in a on bottle. Shore? Literally, no. Uh, like, maybe sometimes he, it was radio silence pretty much for the whole 20 days. Like, he'd call me but just to check up on me maybe, like, once every, like, 10 days or something like that. And was like, hey, how are you? Good. Okay, bye. Right? Mm. Um, and so, and that was that. And that's such a, that was such a big change. And now it's like, how the fuck do you, and that was for a whole year of our relationships because we were together for two years. So it's like. How are we? We're not growing now. And if we had made that decision earlier on, we're growing apart. Like, yeah, literally, that was it, and that's what led us to break, breaking up, right? So I was just kind of like, in the beginning, if we had sat down, he and he had been like, "Look, it. I know that this is going to be a difficult transition, 
And, like, you need to decide if you're going to kind of hop on or hop off the boat. Like, I'm letting you I'm letting you decide where you want to go. I'm liking the imagery here. I would have. Thank you. Hop off the boat. Yeah. <laughs> Must have did a bottle. Yeah. <laughs> so then I would have been like, no, I don't want to be in the... I, I can't go forward in this relationship because that's not right. what I want. Because essentially it was like I pretty much got broken up with the second he decided to take that job, essentially. Yeah. But without it being vocalized or well, ever spoken. Keep in mind that that's... That's something that's something that changed that another person decided for you. Yeah, the, somebody decided and it wasn't I didn't get to collaborate with it. You right. Know? And the question, if I'm not mistaken, was what do you what do you do when you ask somebody to change or something? Is Fuck, it is forgot. it a oh, is asking your partner for a change a bad sign? Right, okay. Oh my god. <laughs> right. <laughs> We're like, I got so this completely different. Yeah, we took it. It's a not a bad sign. It's not a bad sign. It means sign. they want to communicate. It is. Well, yeah. it, at least at least it makes, uh, from my perspective, mm-hmm. it, it, to the question asker, it, it, at least it shows that you care. Yeah. You care about where they are as a person. And mm-hmm. if they can't see it that way, then that's a different, that's a different you know, uh, pile of yeah. eggs. I think pile that if eggs. somebody's going to make a, make a decision and you're in this partnership together and they're going to make this decision without even consulting you or, you know, or not even wanting your opinion, that's a bad sign to me anyways. Well, if they completely disregard yeah. you bringing it up. Like if my ex-boyfriend was just like, like he kind of included me into it. No, he didn't even include me. He just said, I'm taking this. That right there, I like I in that moment, if I can go back, I felt very like shocked and I was very like, oh, wow. So, okay, so in that moment, Mm -hmm. right, where he says, I'm taking this job. Mm -hmm. I felt like I had no decision. (laughs) Do you you think it would have been bad for your relationship to ask for a change? Maybe not in the job, but Mm -hmm. in the maybe brash decision-making without your consent. Oh, being like, hey, next time. Include me in the goddamn conversation. No, I don't think that's a bad sign. Well, there you go. There we go. Okay. All right. (laughs) Hope that helps. Uh, okay, here's it the... It's not a sign of a bad relationship. It means you care. So, definitely... Yeah. Broke fucking com- communicate. That's, oh, but the, the the one thing I would like to add on, though, is um, also also be cognizant of why you're asking. Yeah. Because... If you're just throwing things out there. Yeah. Because, I mean, like, there's it's there's so much context yeah. to this. Because if somebody's in, like, yeah. a deep depression, and yeah. you say, like, we need to change... And they're not like at a place yet. Yeah, that could be detrimental. to Know their what own. your intentions are. Know and what know your intentions the, are. Know what. Uh, obviously, you're gonna know what the fuck is going on in the environment before you even, you know, yeah. prompt somebody with a question like that. Okay, next question. Um, this is from my good my good friend. Um, his name is Astral. <laughs> That's not his actual name. That's just his name on Instagram. So, how to how do you, okay? The wording here is kind of so y'all gotta learn how to spell <laughs> yeah you guys i've literally had to talk around look i love you i love you things. but put put a sentence but together my dude we're, we're we are we're, can we change guys can we just can we just change this don't <laughs> this is important to us this is good okay. for our relationship um how to effectively communicate and listen to your partner that's the so how do you effectively communicate and listen to your partner right so i have a couple thoughts on this mm-hmm. um I feel like I've gone first both times. Okay, I'll go I'll go pretty quick here then. Um so in my okay, how do you effectively communicate and listen? Um for me, communi- communicating, how to effectively communicate? Right. Hmm, how do you do that? 
uh, fucking just speak what you want to say and talk how, like, um, without holding back, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, for me, I, I, this shows up, this shows up a lot where it's like, I want to communicate or where there's poor communication because I'm not effectively communicating because I'm not speaking my needs or telling these people what I want, you know? And to me in a relationship, if you're not going to do that, it's not going to be a very fulfilling relationship because there's going to be part, there's going to be times where you're going to be like disrespected or mistreated. And that could have been avoided if you had just communicated Mm -hmm. like, Hey, I don't like that. Or I don't want to do that. Or, you know, whatever the context is, but so speak your needs. And, and even if it's too painful, even if you're afraid of rejection or uh, I don't know, anything like that, just fucking do it, you know? So that's my opinion on that. And then also how to listen. How do you listen to your partner? <laughs> uh, I would listen to people with curiosity for sure. And that's not even that's just a with good a relationship. That's not a even, good answer. Not even just in a relationship, but with people. You just always want to listen with curiosity and don't bring, try not to bring your own self. Try to just drop your own shit and how, how does this affect me? Why is, it, is this about me? Know that it's not about you when somebody's talk, talking to you sometimes and it's just about them and be there for them and just actually fucking listen. In yeah. school, we call it what? Use your beefers? <laughs> I, so, or, no, you know, beefers but, was like... I thought beefers was like, hey, you... Oh, no, maybe you're right. Yeah, maybe you're right. It's yeah. kind of like, use your beefers. So just... They have no idea what the they fuck that means. They have no idea what the fuck that is. It ca- sounds like a bro term for a fart. Well, <laughs> I'm not that great at explaining what it is, because I miss... it's an It's an acronym that I can't yeah. remember what it stands it's, for. I don't even know. It's just... Uh, body language. Yeah. Uh, know their body language. Yeah. Eye uh, contact. Yeah. Uh, Relax. <laughs> yeah, was the R. R. F was... Uh, Fuck, what is that? Anyways, we failed all of our yeah. tests. So. <laughs> so, anyways, just listen to people how you would want to be listened to, essentially. That's how I take it. Sure. So, yeah. I, I think how to effectively communicate and listen to your partner. I, Ooh, you, oh. sorry. Quickly, one last thing is that in relationships, one really important thing with listening is, and it, it takes skill and it takes practice, but reading between the fucking lines because people are never going to tell you exactly what they're trying to actually say. There is usually a layer underneath of that and you just got to ha- somehow navigate and fucking pull it out. And that's that's when you're truly listening, when you can pull out what somebody's really saying, you know? And to that point, yeah. um, I know... A, a difficult thing to sort of overcome, especially with the the nuances of of, of relationships mm-hmm. and how people interact with each yeah. other, especially in an intimate context. Mm-hmm. Um, I I would be I like if when you say read between the lines, mm-hmm. it's easier said than done. Yeah. Oh yeah. I know for sure. That's why I'm like it takes skill. Because there's <laughs> that there's that you know that old trope of like oh my yeah wife got on me for taking out the guard or whatever whatever I can't yeah, yeah, I, I don't yeah. have a good example. No, that is a good like, example. You know, <laughs> <Kind> right? <of. laughs> you know, but she like she flipped yeah. out at me because I didn't do this one small thing. It's like, okay, homie, then it's not this one small thing. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. And in those moments, I think the best way to communicate is to ask questions. Yeah. Exactly. It's, and that goes not just for communicating, but also for listening. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. Be engaged. So, so <laughs> for a second, I don't know why I heard you say being. Sorry, you're like being gay, but then I had being. To... <laughs> <laughs> but I was like, you said be engaged. Okay, continue. Sorry. Just be gay. Just do it. Um, no. Come on. I, no, like in in those moments, like yeah. you know, I I think because 
when somebody when somebody says you're not listening to me, what they're saying is I'm not being. I feel like I'm not being. You're heard. not hearing me. You're not hearing <laughs> you're not me. me. And one of the best ways to yeah. uh, resolve that is mm-hmm. to ask questions. Yeah. I'm not saying you got to be a goddamn journalist. Yeah. And you don't got to like, be a fucking wizard at this shit. Right. You know? You know, sometimes communication and listening, well, listening, especially in relationships at times is like, I know it took me a long time, a lot of trial and error to realize that uh, some people just got to get shit off their chest. Mm -hmm. They just got to, you just, they just got to talk and uh, it takes patience. Mm -hmm. You got to have patience. Mm -hmm. You got to have empathy. Mm -hmm. You got to have all those core foundations, but ask (laughs) questions um, and let let them you know express themselves mm-hmm. do whatever if you care about a person then you'll sit there and listen yeah that's, that's exactly you'll you'll put in the effort and... I, have a, I have a good question for you all right all right uh how do you know in a relationship that you are being being heard uh th- and that the person's communicating properly with you like they're communicating your language or you're being heard properly in a relationship how um, do you know when when you feel it you know you know right I mean? Well, okay. Um, okay. Uh, well, I'll take. Let's take me and you for example. Mm-hmm. You and I have a very similar uh, vernacular, mm-hmm. which is to say that when you say something to me, I understand what you mean when you say it. Yeah. And um, you know, if anybody saw the text messages that we sent each other, <laughs> they would bury us under They'd the prison because be like, they think we're fucking fuck? insane. <laughs> but like, if you were yeah. to pull me aside yeah. and be like, Matt, you're being an idiot right now. Yeah. I'd know. I would know. You would be able to read through that line or you'd be able to hear. Yeah, I know exactly what What line? <laughs> if you pull me no. aside and we're like straight up, Matt, you're being a fucking idiot. You would right know. Now, you would, I would know, know exactly what I mean. I would without, know what you mean. Uh, yeah. And like that's. But if you were also yeah. like, you know, like do like the nut flick on me or something like that and make me like pump it. I would be like, oh, she cares. Like, that, <laughs> like, that, like but, but that's Fuck. because I understand yeah. the dynamic. Yeah. And that's that you know if you're in a new relationship and you're trying to figure out how to mm-hmm. communicate but homie that takes time yeah you no, gotta learn that other person's yeah. language and it's also i think it's a lot about um kind of like feeling the vibe like there's a there's an energy that's there as well when you're communicating with somebody you know yeah and it's like so it is kind of like body i think of body language a lot and i think that's how i communicate with a lot of people a lot of people yeah um either whether that's like intimate or not intimate at all you know so it's like that's my, that's kind of like my little, my little trick, you know, <laughs> or, or that's little how trick. I, that's how I read people okay. or that's how I, um, that's how I can communicate with people, right. you know, so that I'm able to meet their needs and kind of figure out, pull from, oh, I'm like, someone's upset in front of me. Like my, if my partner's upset with me, I'm like, okay, I can kind of feel this out. Right. You know what I mean? And I'm uh, able to make my, I'm able to react or respond accordingly right. to that, you know? Um, I, so just to boil it down i would say the best way to communicate express truth and embrace honesty and the best way to listen is to ask questions stay curious my friends stay curious stay curious that's it if your wife is like you didn't take out the fucking garbage honey what's going on you know i i've had (laughs) so many i you know the thing about my personality Mm -hmm. is and and it's not just me because i noticed the same thing in my brother since we've been talking more Mm -hmm. recently is we're so like, uh, like I remember, like I remember one time uh, an ex girlfriend of mine was like, uh, she got home from work and I cleaned the kitchen, but the trash bag was yeah. full. Mm-hmm. But but there was still like I don't know maybe four inches of space before it was <laughs> yeah. overflowing. And she's like, you gonna take this out? Yeah. And I was like, why? 
She's like, what the fuck do you mean? <laughs> she just, she's like, she goes are you off, fucking kidding me? <laughs> yeah, she goes off the handles. And, fuck. you know, me, I was just like, oh, and yeah. I, I, I got, you know, I'm obviously, I'm in my underpants playing video games or some dumb oh shit. <laughs> and so it's not a good, like, I just got back yeah. from work. So I was, you know, whatever. And, but it's not a good look. And so she sees me this way. And then, but, so I take the trash out and I come back in those moments. I think it's fair to be like, what the fuck was that about? Yeah. Like, Cause you know, it's honestly, it's checking in like with them, you know, exactly. Well, that's exactly yeah. it. It's yeah. checking in. That's communication. That's kind of, that's so funny. That's actually kind of, um, cause I, I live with my sister for those who don't know. So, uh, and we kind of, I wouldn't say that we're not bad at like talking to each other or communicating or anything like that, but we don't really see each other all the time because we're always like, we kind of see each other in passing throughout the day. Cause I go to school and she goes to work and just got weird hours and our schedule just never meets up. And so I know that I she doesn't have to say it, but I might not be holding up my end of the bar, I guess, where I'm like... Really? Cl- where I'm cleaning up. You don't lot. say. Shut the... What? You? What? Shut I the fuck up. Where are you coming from? But then, uh, so um, I'll clean the whole house. And I know that if I don't clean a certain thing, if I like, don't take out the garbage, like I miss the garbage, she'll mm. probably... I know that she'll be like... It'll kind of turn her into the spiral to for that to be something to pick at or something. So I make yeah. sure I take out the fucking garbage, you know. Yeah. Um. And then actually, uh, the other day it was so it was I felt so bad. I actually it sat with me all day until I finally got home and I apologized for how I acted. But uh, so the other day I was like I'm trying to leave for school in the morning and I'm frustrated because I was waiting for uh, school to send us an email saying that school was going to be canceled or if it was going to be open, right? And so. I got up and everything, and I just fucking dicked around all morning waiting for this email when I could have been, I should have been preparing to get ready for school because I knew school was going to happen, right? And it did happen. They finally sent the email, and they're like, all right, come to school. I'm like, fuck. So now I'm panicking. I'm stressed out. I'm trying to, like, rush and get together every, and everything. I'm trying not to miss my bus because walking down to the SkyTrain is a fucking death trap. So <laughs> I was waiting for the, I wanted to catch the bus, and so I know that putting on my boots takes me a long time. I can't get my fucking big foot in there, you know? There's all those so, strings. And yeah. <laughs> so all those contraptions I got to maneuver. To yeah. yeah. Uh, and so anyways, I missed the bus anyways. And so Tamara's leaving. She's like, all right, bye. I love you. And then she didn't even, and I'm sitting on the ground struggling to put my fucking boot on. And she's just like. Bye, I love you. And she didn't, she didn't shut the front door. Usually, we leave at the same time. So one of us will leave the door open and then we'll just like, we'll follow behind and shut the door, right? But right. To, today, I used that moment to be the reason why my anger bottled up so much to, out, of, out of all those little things that happened. I used that moment of her not shutting the door to be my moment of reacting, right? So I was just like, Tamara! shut the fucking door <laughs> it's just like jesus but i'm just mad because of the, i think all i hear her cute little voice being like what <laughs> in the corner while she's walking around the side of the door and then i'm like okay i'm not communicating to her properly right now like i need to go home and communicate to be like listen that had nothing to do with you and the fucking door i was just frustrated yeah you know that takes a certain but, level of self yeah. awareness but though. she knew too when we talked about it she's like oh i know i was she's like don't eat like you don't have to apologize like i could tell like yeah you know right so um yeah stay curious guys and uh just wonder when somebody spazzes out you know what's yeah. going on check in <laughs> yeah um okay so here, okay, so we have two more questions. I think we can 
go through these ones pretty quick. Okay, we just got just over 15 minutes. Okay, first of all, let's let's answer this one because this one's like not that, won't be that depth. So, it's not even a question, it's just a, a thing. I can't even say the name again, can you say it? Uh, polygamous. Polygamous relationships? Question mark? That's the question. <laughs> Polygamous. So I assume what is our view on that, and I Matt had to break it down for me. I don't even know what the fuck that was. So explain what a polygamous relationship is, really quick. Sure, uh, you know, and, and and don't take everything I say with a grain of salt because I'm I'm no expert. Yeah. But from what I understand, wait, what I thought you I thought you were in a polygamous relationship all the time for I like, was like you're, no, I'm just joking. <laughs> <laughs> for like two weeks while I was working on the island. Um, <laughs> But uh, no, it, it from from what I gather, it's basically uh, it, it could be. Uh, I think it, it, it as as far as the definition went, um, it's people who have multiple relationships, mm-hmm. not the same as an open relationship yeah. where you have like. So two they're people. all dating. Yes, sometimes. Okay. But it could also be two people are dating, and then those two people are also dating somebody else. Oh, okay. So, like, boyfriend, girlfriend, and then the boyfriend has another girlfriend, the girlfriend has another boyfriend. That, to me, sounds just like an open relationship. I mean... That does. But then, the other... I think the difference is... The other one is when they're they're all in a relationship. That like, could be what po- it is. Is that a polyamorous really? Is that what the word is? Uh, well, it's all... I mean, we're talking about different adjectives here. So, that, yeah, like, fuck. if you're polygamous, <laughs> then you engage in polygamy. Uh, you're polyamorous. Like, do you, you understand? Yeah. Um... <laughs> You know, my, my, my experience with dating more than one person at once where everybody's Mm -hmm. consensual. Yeah. Because there's one, there's a difference between like, I've got two girlfriends that don't know each other. Yeah. Um, you know, everybody has to kind of be in on it Mm -hmm. sort of it for, for it to be polygamous, I think. Um, my, my experience with it, which by the way is, um, novice at best mm-hmm, mm-hmm. uh it was just like when i did this you know this work excursion uh mm-hmm. on the island and i was dating two girls who were dating each other two these two girls were dating each other because i guess they were bi and i was we were all anyways. yeah um, we're all dating we're all yeah I what, guess. and what is your opinion on it um you know i i am i would be really impressed if if uh no one feels if you could, if you could spin all the, if you could, if you could make that sort of ecosystem work without anybody feeling um, uh, neglected mm-hmm. or jealousy that comes or up. jealousy, mm-hmm. I I think that's uh, kudos to you, mm-hmm. all the power to you. Mm-hmm. Um, I have, you know, I've had, I've, I know people that uh, have sort of tried that out and it, it didn't. It, didn't necessarily pan out. I'm not saying that it can't be done. I'm just saying that from my experience, I haven't really seen it mm-hmm. pan out. Um, you know, I, I, I think, you know, like some sometimes monogamy, I, monogamy isn't necessarily for everybody. And I can understand that. Monogamy is like one on one. Monogamy is one partner. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, and I feel like it gets it would get messy. Like I actually I watched a video on like Snapchat of like this relationship where they all live together. There's four of them. They're all dating, right? Are you talking about the four dudes and the one chick? Oh wait, no, they weren't. The guys weren't all dating. No, the girl were, was just dating. Okay. Yeah, okay. she was pregnant. Yeah, and she was pregnant. Yeah. I thought that was fucked. Yeah. Okay. Uh, but 
I can't go into that with judgment though because it worked for them, whatever. But they did what I ah! one thing I want to one thing I want to pull <laughs> one thing I want to pull from it is that they, what one of the topics that they talked about was um, how what do you guys do when jealousy comes up and does it come up? Like yeah, of course it comes up, right? Yeah. But we address it. We talk about the jealousy and and things like that. And like where is somebody's needs not being met? Yeah. Right. And or where are you not feeling seen or heard in this part of the relationship, knowing that this is this is the the context, right? Right. Um, I think my opinion is if if it works for some people, it works for some people. It works for them, and that's cool. If you can, like, it was, it just seems like to me you would have to address a lot of things that come up. You have to be very open with talking about being like, look, it, I feel jealous or I oh, feel for bad, sure. right? Yeah. And, I mean, you got to keep in mind it's like any any issues that would come up in a monogamous yeah. relationship are now compounded yeah. by. Yeah. Now you have several people. You got too many cooks in the involved. kitchen yeah. at that point. <laughs> Um, this kid's just gonna burn. <laughs> I mean, like I, yeah. I, I feel like I'm not really the person to ask because yeah. I, I knew probably since I was like 15. I'm a, I'm a very monogamous person. Like once, yeah. I, once I'm with somebody, I'm overjoyed to just fucking be yeah. with that. Yeah. And I just want that. Yeah. And that's fun. And I don't want them to go. <laughs> yeah. Going out. Uh, and I don't want them talking to other people. No. <laughs> I don't want them fucking looking at other people. Yeah. <laughs> no, joking. Uh, uh, I actually, it's weird. I've kind of brought up the idea of being in an open relationship to multi- to two I think two people that I dated where I was like what is your standpoint on an open relationship because I don't I don't want to do the whole sharing thing like where it's like it's the three of us I don't want to you know but I would be totally open to like uh dating somebody and then them having another partner and then me having another partner and we just we but when we're together we only talk about our partnership we don't involve the relationship with the other people. Yeah. See, but I, then it, there's a part of me that I know that I'm a, like I love the idea of it. I wish I could do it, but there's a sounds the, fun. There's the insecurity and there's the jealousy that would arise, right? Yeah. So and I don't want to feed that more than I already feed it. Yeah. So this is gonna sound bad, mm-hmm. but like people exhaust me so much. <laughs> <laughs> like I couldn't. Yeah. I couldn't yeah. handle. Yeah. You know what? I think about that too. I'm just like. I barely, like, can have time for myself, let alone give time to... It's already so much for me to give my time to one other person. Yeah. That to give it to two? Like, fuck? Yeah. That's so much. It is. I, yeah, I... That's... You know, when you're a teenage... Like, when you're a teenage guy, you, you think about, like, oh, oh wouldn't it be... so fucking cool. Yeah. <laughs> or you think about the whole, like, side chick thing. Yeah. I just can't fucking be bothered. Yeah. I, no. I am... You know, in a lot of ways... I mean, I'm I'm young. I'm 26. I'm still a spring chicken, baby. I'm not even 30. But I'm also very like I feel like I'm a, I'm an old man in some oh, respects because yeah. like my biggest joys in life have always just been like being with somebody yeah. and then just like not think- yeah. <laughs> thinking about anything else. Yeah. Like I I just I don't know. I I I'm sure it works for some people. I don't have the capacity. For yeah. It. I don't have the the emotional yeah. capacity for it. Because mm-hmm. like, also I would be curious as to question yourself. What are your motives behind it and why are you in that relationship? Because, like, for me, I feel like it, it gets, um, like, these relationships, open relationships or polygamous, whatever the fuck the word is. Polygamous. Uh, polygamous. They get, they have a stigma around it, or at least in my opinion, I, I even put a stigma on it. I'll, I'll be, I'll be uh, truthful here. I think that it takes a type of person that, it, and this is just assumption, this is a judgment, okay? I understand that. <gasps> What? Uh, that these people are a little insecure and they're kind of afraid of not having one 
uh, like they don't want one to go, so they always have like this kind of like this backup, or they have this other thing. They always have something, right? Okay. Uh, that's just my judgment on it, and that's what I put on it. But I would say that if you're gonna step into a relationship like that, to be curious for yourself and to question why, why do, why is this what I want? You know? Yeah. Because for me, I can definitely truthfully say that the reason why I've only ever brought up the idea of an open relationship to people that I've dated is because I was not getting my needs fully met by that person. But I also didn't want to lose that person. So I was like, I want you because I, I have this attachment. But I also, I want to get something else met as well. Right? right? And I'm afraid to lose you. So I'm going to keep you while I go and search for this other person as well. Right? So that's where it comes into, like, I've already kind of conceptualized my own feelings behind why I wanted an open relationship, you know? So then I just encourage other people to do that work as well. Yeah. And if you, if it's just, no, I just, I literally just, this is how I want to show up and this is how I want to give more love to these people. If that's whatever your thing is, the story is behind that, just be curious about it. Accept it, you know? Yeah. I, I completely understand the, the good intentions, I suppose, behind a, behind advocating for a polyamorous Mm -hmm. or open relationship. I, you know, again, this is, this is me yeah. speaking from the times that I've we me and a girlfriend of mine have uh, tried the open relationship. Mm-hmm. You know, backfired. Someone gets hurt. <laughs> Someone gets hurt. Um, yeah. And the, the fact that because it took me a long time to really kind of atone to the fact that it's like ah, I'm a one chick kind of guy. Yeah. That's just it's just my thing. Um, yeah. So you know, I, I'm not I'm not really a good litmus test for whether or not it's effective or not. I'm sure people are out there fucking. Making it work and making it work, yeah. and you know, like I mean, I mean, look at the Mormons back in the day, you they, know. They, well, <laughs> hold on, but <laughs> they got like multiple wives and they got hella kids and they're all pitching in and yeah, you hear that, folks? The Mormons party. really figured it out. Uh, yeah, they fucking worked something out, you know. Okay, we got uh, yeah. six minutes here. Should we answer the last the last one? Let's do it in six or minutes. Or should we say our goodbyes? Okay, um. So, under this is from um, Aisha. Uh, un- understanding that someone else's beauty does not mean that you are not beautiful in your own way. Okay. We <laughs> talked about this a little bit on the phone. Yeah. we got six minutes. Okay. How fast can, can we, we answer this question? Uh, uh, understanding somebody else's beauty does not mean that you are not beautiful. Okay. Everybody's beautiful. Right? <laughs> <laughs> well, they are, right? Sound and like a Dove commercial. It's kind of like... When somebody, I guess, when somebody, like, puts somebody else on a pedestal and be like, you, th- oh, this is beauty and stuff like that, uh, that's just their interpretation of beauty, right? It doesn't mean that that has to be yours and everything. And also, if you're finding judgment coming up or, so, like, I do this. Well, I'll be on the Sky Train and I'll see a girl that looks, like, attractive or whatever. And, like, she's, like, she's with a, she has a boyfriend and here's me. I'm sitting over here. I don't have a boyfriend. Now I'm comparing, right? Mm-hmm. And then it's, like, oh, this is, what, what is it? Why do I have a boyfriend? What's missing? Oh, it's the fact that she looks this way, right? It has nothing to do with that other person. She's completely living her own life and, and she's living in her own beauty and everything like that, right? And I am just here and I have mine as well and maybe I don't have this component here, right? Mm-hmm. That doesn't mean that I'm not worthy of it and I don't deserve it. Right, so it's really stepping into realizing that we have put this huge um, face to what beauty is, but you get to define what it. Everybody defines what it is to them. You know, that's my that's my piece. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I I agree with that. Mm-hmm. Um, 
you know, I think it, I, I don't, I think, you know, I have a, I don't, I don't really, I've always compared myself more, not necessarily on look, I mean, you guys can't see me, but Taylor will attest that I do not dress well. Oh, they're I, <laughs> I, uh, I'm like, I don't know if you guys can see me, but I'm a handsome guy. Oh, oh well, I mean, I got Taylor a, can admit. I got, I got a, you know, a bit of a jawline. I, I, I got a bunch of freckles. Um, <laughs> I've always been more, like, personality conscious. Yeah. Like, I'm, I always think, like, ah, oh, yeah, damn, that guy's funny. And then... And then that's what that's you, ultimately with, makes them an yeah. attractive person. No, no, no. no? no, no okay. No. Um, but that is some people's definition of beauty as well, right? Like, knowing that everybody has a different reality That's the only beauty things, that I right? generally pay attention yeah. to is if, if they're if they're fun to talk to um yeah but like my reaction if i, if I see a hot guy on the train mm-hmm. i i mean I, i'm i've never been like oh man i'm not as good mm-hmm. my re- gut reaction i was always like that guy probably has a hog on him like what the fuck? I, I don't know it's just where my mind goes i just think <laughs> oh, like that God. dude's hot as fuck yeah and um you know do you know i'm sure it'd be nice to have six pack abs you know i go for jogs and stuff like that i, I do my dang this <laughs> but like I tried. <laughs> I tried. Um, I poop in, in the woods. Um, <laughs> Fuck. I get diarrhea when I run. Stop. Uh, sorry. Um, but you know, I like I. Yeah. I I think I think when when it comes to like valuing yourself compared to other people, you know, I I like your analogy on, mm. of seeing somebody on the train. I've never been like, oh, look at those two pretty people. I've always just been more like, oh, look at them. Yeah. That must be nice. Exactly. Yeah. That looks nice. Well, see, and that's the thing is that understanding that uh leading back to the question is that everybody we all have these different perception of what beauty is right and so for me i've put this this uh idea that what's beautiful is this this like superficial attractive people right yeah and for you you're looking at these are just people you don't see it as beauty or not right you just see as these are two people and they're getting along and that's that's beautiful right yeah and then so but also i have a pretty warped like i don't I've never really found like models and stuff attractive. Like if I meet a girl who has like a snaggle tooth and like really hairy armpits and like smells bad, <laughs> that's my jam. Exactly. I, See, I don't know why, but just somewhere down the line that became my thing. Everybody has a unique fucking reality, right? Yeah. And so for me, what I'm what I go out there and I find attractive is that, and I've been called out on it from some people. Like people will be like, uh, like my ex boyfriend for example. He had oh my god, not to like call him out, but he had like we got two minutes. He had like crazy buck teeth, right? And people were the first thing people always pointed out to me when they after meeting him were like, yo, he's got like kind of strange teeth, right? And I'm like, yeah. what? Like, and I don't see that. And they taste good right there on my tongue. <laughs> no, but I never, I never saw this what they're calling weird teeth because I just saw him as like this is what is beautiful to me. Yeah. Anyways. Wrap it up, guys. I'm just saying, my future wife will definitely yeah. live in a van, and and live under a bridge. Under a bridge Troll. hasn't hasn't bathed in like three weeks. Yeah. And Fuck. has two pair of underpants that well, she I hope just you swaps. In I could take of. you to Hastings if you. Oh no, I'm joking. <laughs> okay. God damn. Anyways. All right, guys. That was our podcast on. Uh, what are we calling this one? Uh. Q and A. Q and A. Crowd yeah. questions. Crowd questions. I like it. It's uh, yeah. Q&A. All right, guys. Thanks again for listening. Thank you so much for sending in your questions. If you want to have your own question answered on another uh, episode of Between Two Legs, hit us up at uh, Between Two Legs Podcast at gmail.com. It's 2-T-W-O. You not said it. You're, you're saying it like it's like this is like an infomercial. You're like, all right, guys, if you want to get that real, really quick, you got sale 50% off. Call 911 That's how you That's how you plug. Between Two Legs Podcast at gmail.com. It's two with a T-W and an O.
TW and an O. All number. right, guys. Uh, look forward to uh, <laughs> tune into our next one. We'll whenever we put that one up. All right. All right. Thanks All right. for listening. Goodbye, guys.